Welcome back, my inquisitive friends. Uh, first up, I need to call myself out. Apologies for uh, the uh, getting my buffaloes mixed up. I can't tell you why I thought of Buffalo, Virginia. And I was so excited by the fine print uh, and the small details, I failed to look at the big details. So apologies, it was Buffalo, New York, where these um, tragic events took place. So yeah, apologies in that regard. And let, let that be a warning to you. As I say, do your own research, don't take my word for it, because even I'm not infallible. Moving on to uh, next topic that uh, a few of you, not not a lot, but a few of you have asked in the comments for me to, to look into and to comment upon. I, I haven't really, because this isn't really a Russia-centric topic, it's not really something that I can add much more to. I will state straight off the bat that Israel, the state of Israel, is one of the most barbaric and aggressive and vile entities on this planet. The, the the treatment of Palestine and the Gaza Strip is beyond cruel, is beyond often some of the evils that the Israel Israeli state sort of tried to escape, if, if you like. That's how I see it. I see it as the epitome of becoming that which you fight, uh, you know, and we won't get too much into that. The, the the topic that I'm talking about is, of course, Shireen Abu Abu Akleh, Palestinian Christian journalist shot in the head and killed by the IDF forces. This here is a report by Bellingcat. Uh, the video evidence shows that Abu Akleh suffered a gunshot wound to the head. Israel's Prime Minister, Naftali Bennett, initially claimed that there was a considerable chance... The armed Palestinians who file, fired wildly were responsible. But in a later press conference, Israel's Defense Minister Benny Gantz stated, It can be Palestinians who shot her. Tragically, it may be on our side. We are investigating it. Witnesses, including journalists who were with Abu Akleh when she was killed, claim that IDF soldiers opened fire on them without warning and that they believe that they were deliberately targeted as journalists. The IDF has come to accept the possibility that one of its soldiers may have been responsible. The IDF interim report suggested there could have been combatants between the soldiers and Abu Akleh and that an Israeli soldier's bullet inadvertently hit the journalist. Mm -hmm. uh, a moving mural uh, has been created. I'm going to scroll all the way down to the bottom the summary there's there's quite a lot and of course link in the description uh to this bellingcat report because there's a lot in there uh the available video evidence does not provide good grounds to doubt their accounts indeed it appears to support them that is that multiple witness testimonies place blame on the idf soldiers so that's the conclusion from bellingcat on may 13th shireen abu akli was laid to rest at the mount zion protestant cemetery in east jerusalem she was 51 years old and obviously her death was disgusting and tragic but the treatment of the mourners at her funeral was something else beating them i'm not going to show the video i you know i, I think you've seen it just really disgusting and um, whilst not widely reported in the western media at least on social media there's been an outpouring of condemnation against israel and deservedly so 
There should be more of it. Until recently, Israel was the number one recipient and benefactor of aid from the United States, funnily enough. Only recently usurped by, of course, Ukraine. So there we are. That's the report from Bellingcat. You know that name, don't you? Bellingcat. Held in very high regard. Often cited as a source. However, some suspicions were peppered in the comments of previous videos about Bellingcat. I think they came up for some whatever whatever reason. And it, do you know one of those one of those events? Elliot Higgins, director of Bellingcat, took it upon himself to come in a thread of mine on April second, um, where I said I was dubious of Bellingcat given their U.S. funding. I'll choose someone like Patrick Lancaster over them or the BBC. Therefore, the director of Bellingcat couldn't help himself, but, uh, well, kind of, um, I think he took umbrage with that comment and claimed that Patrick Lancaster still can't admit this scene he filmed was faked, despite multiple experts pointing out the many issues, including autopsied corpses being placed in the car to act as victims. I haven't looked further into that. Uh, I followed up with, uh, whilst you are here, could you comment on whether Bellingcat receives US funding? Crickets. No reply. So, Elliot Higgins neither confirmed nor denied. So, of course, I took it upon myself to do a little bit of research. Bellingcat currently receives grants from the following organisations. Odessium, EU, Zandstorm CV... Now, on the face of it, these names are uh, fairly... Mm. Well, nothing jumps out, does it? You have to do a lot of digging to get into some of these names, particularly Zandstorm CV. Essentially, these some, particularly Zandstorm, I believe, are shady intelligence-linked organisations. Put it that way. But uh, nothing too conclusive. There is, however, a leaked report reportedly from the British Foreign Office regarding Bellingcat. Let's go in, let's put in Bellingcat and jump to some of the references here. So Bellingcat came up to, well, I think, you know, the Malaysia investigation was, I think, the first time I came across Bellingcat. Uh, we'll zip through some of these references. Uh, and this, this report is, again, about Russian misinformation. It's about the Expose network here. We recommend that these organizations above be invited to participate in the Expose Network, ensuring a broad geographical reach, as well as the potential to engage with many cross-cutting issues and to adopt a variety of tactics. Gosh. Now, pay attention here. Private and confidential documents not for public distribution. Whoops. Uh, titled Upskilling to Upscale. Intriguing. It then has a, a sort of rating here. Entity country, risk to Russian influence, Bellingcat, medium. Independence, medium. Integrity, medium. Ah, so they've been rated. Here is the executive summary. Uh, these organizations are generally regarded as well-established, independent, and free from Russian influence. Scrolling down to the bottom, other concerns were that the CPDA and ISD had analytical shortcomings and that Bellingcat was somewhat discredited, both by spreading disinformation itself and by being willing 
to produce reports for anyone willing to pay. Aha. And then we have more assessments here, of course. Link to this report will be in the description. Again, it's a worthwhile read because there are, I think, 45 references to Ukraine. Keep in mind that this was 2018. It's talking about strategies of uh, the Kremlin. Here we are, destroy foreign governments' reputations. The Kremlin aims to contaminate the information ecosystem in order to destroy foreign governments' reputations, etc., etc., and talking here about narratives that Ukraine is economically a failed state and can only survive if it's propped up by the EU or Russia. Wow. <laughs> Are we sure that that's not true? <laughs> Smear campaign against the BBC. Well, the BBC do that to themselves. Narratives in Baltics that Russian speakers are persecuted by the government. We've certainly seen that, but is that misinformation? Is that not true? There we go. Uh, and here we are, the strategies here, amplifying anti-government voices. Gosh, very in-depth report. And it and it's one of those rabbit holes that I didn't go down too far. Uh, I am also using some sources that are from this report here. Bellingcat funded by US and UK intelligence contractors that aided extremists in Syria. Ah, people like the White Helmets. Aha. For example, the Kremlin repurposed bot-slash-troll accounts and exploited the same far-left and far-right communities for both the anti-white helmets and pro-Brexit campaigns in the UK. <laughs> so Russia's responsible for Brexit now? <laughs> is, there, is there nothing that Russia's not responsible for? <laughs> a smear campaign against the White Helmets, a troop trusted by the UK government, especially their evidence of the use of chemical weapons by Russia and its allies in Syria. Hmm. That's not really holding up very well, is it? Given time. So, yeah, there we are. Bellingcat, not quite. Uh, well, there's more to it than meets the eye and probably not as squeaky clean as the Western mainstream media would have you believe. Uh, the Grey Zone also contributed to this report. Uh, Max Blumenthal uh, as well is cited there, along some other big-name uh, journalists that have looked into this as the Grey Zone documented. Well worth a read, particularly given the weight that is um, assigned to Bellingcat's findings and reports. I personally take them with a, a large grain of salt. Uh, that's my findings. So there we are. I'll wrap that video up. Again, I will say, do your own research. Read through the links and sources that I cite. Uh, again, don't take my word for anything. I am clearly not beyond making my own very obvious and very embarrassing mistakes. Uh, apologies to all, all the Americans there who picked me up on it. And thank you for picking me up on it. Okay, I will leave that there. I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.